<laughs> Good evening, everyone, and thanks for joining us for another edition of Raising Vibration Radio and Journey in Consciousness. I am one of your hosts, Reverend Raven, and our other host, Tammy Lucente, is hanging out in Virginia on a retreat, Lucky W. Yeah. And one of our guests that happened to show up tonight, Tom Coates, is with us. In action, we have our missing in action is Dr. Raymond Moody. We have reached out, but no answer yet. So we are having him in our prayers this evening that he is in healthy, top condition. And if we hear anything from him, we will. We'll let you know during this broadcast. So with all that being said, thank you for joining us tonight. And Tammy, please take it away. Hi, everybody. Happy Saturday evening. I hope I sound all right. Um, I don't have a headset and it's kind of echoing in here. So I apologize. But I've been at a amazing retreat here um, this weekend. And tonight we're going to be talking with Tom Coates. And we were discussing um, prior to the show a couple of different things. Um, one, we were just discussing different ways to look at aging and um, experiencing it. So would you like to just continue our conversation, Tom? I mean, for those sure. of you who don't know Tom, we've had him on many times tonight. We have Tom Coates with us. Um, yeah, for the those of you see Raymond Moody, I'm sorry that I hope I hope they won't be too disappointed. <laughs> no, um, we're not going to be disappointed, and I'm sure Ray has either just somehow forgotten about it, or I don't know. But we'll just hold him energetically with us in the broadcast this evening, and. Tom, why don't we just dive right into what we were talking about? We were at kind of at the beginning of a pretty meaty conversation. Okay. Well, different perspectives of um, aging these days. Yeah, we were talking about um, we we're talking about the aging process, or how should we say the the. Uh, the, the the conventional ideas that we have, the cultural ideas we have about aging, um, and uh, uh, I am I am presently at an age. Uh, I'm nearly I'm nearly twenty years older than my mother was when she passed away, and I'm nearly and I'm uh, fifteen years older than my dad was when he passed away, um, and and the um, and I am, I would say, uh, probably in terms of my physical capacities, 20 years younger than either one of them was when they passed away. Um, now, you know, I, I'm not, obviously I'm not in my twenties or thirties anymore, but, uh, but I have, I have approached all this, uh, uh, from a perspective of of the idea that we really are creating the reality we have as we go along, we're making it up as we go along. And uh, when I was when I was uh, fourteen years old, I was uh, I was I had an an experience where I was I was uh, home sick with the flu. And I was, I was, my, I was by myself. My parents had split. My mother was working. Um, and, uh, and I was, and, and flu was, 
a regular uh, visitor in my life. It's something I'd been having since I was a small child, my brother and I both. And, uh, and, and so, uh, when I, I was, uh, I was running a fever and my, my skin was gray and so forth and so on. And so I was home from school and, uh, and, uh, and so being a 14 year old male and relatively healthy in, in terms of things, I, I was trying to imagine myself with a good looking babe, you know, a young, a young <laughs> teenager, teenage girl who hopefully was more sexually experienced than I was, who could lead me into some mischief or something. And so, and so anyway, I'm, I'm thinking of myself as like Burt Lancaster and, and, uh, uh, whoever was uh, on the beach in the movie uh, uh, about uh, Pearl Harbor, you know, and, and, and uh, back in the fifties and, 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 and rolling around in the surf and, and making out and so forth. And, and, uh, and the trouble was I still had the flu. I couldn't. And so I thought, well, maybe if I change the scene to a mountain stream, so I'd try that, you know, and I was, I was really a talented daydreamer. I spent most of my time in class and school daydreaming. That's how I was able to get through it. And so, um, so I changed to a mountain stream and had the same issue. So I said, maybe a, a Hawaiian lagoon, you know, so I, I'm a, some waterfall with a little lake, you know, and same deal. And, uh, uh, and so I went through several other things. And I thought, well, geez, this is no fun. You know, I've, wherever I go, I've got this luscious 15-year-old babe, a year older than I am, and much more experienced. And, uh, and, 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 and I still got the flu, you know. Oh, and, uh, no good. Yeah, no good. And so, no good. <laughs> uh, right. And so I thought, well, you know, I worked at this, this thing, and I thought there's something there's something here for me, but I don't know what it is. And so I thought I just need to let it go for, you know, I'm in flow. So I thought I, I need to let it go for a little while. Mm -hmm. And because I was had the flu, I was, you know, not didn't have very very high energy anyway. So I fell off to sleep. It's about ten o'clock, ten ten thirty in the morning. And uh, I woke up about forty five minutes later. It was like the, it was like this huge explosion of light in my mind, and this huge download of information. Just it was just a cascade, a waterfall, Niagara Falls coming through my my consciousness, and it was all about this whole this whole dilemma, and and the information was the first part of the information was if you could imagine yourself without the flu, you will no longer have the flu. And then it just went off from there. That was just the, that was like the starting blocks on an 800 meter race or, or 1600 meter race or whatever. And, and, uh, um, and it went, it, 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 the idea was that we create our reality with our, with our expectations, with our visuals, with our with our uh, beliefs, and all these things, and uh, uh, and that and that uh, 
this this is something that would be have usefulness for health, but that was just the beginning of the of the of the scope of this of this method, and uh, it literally got it not only went to longevity and 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 uh, and aging and so forth. It went to how we manifest as humans to begin with. But this yeah, is. Well I just find it fascinating. I just need to pause for a minute. It is absolutely fascinating to me and astonishing. And, um, and it's an, a, a major testament to you to be able to hold your focus with this. You were 15 years old and talk about no, I was, um, 14. I was 14. a 15 okay, year old girl. <laughs> and I mean, we discussed today a lot of different topics, realizing we are surfing literally the cutting edge things, right? We just like to swim on right. that cusp. Um, but to think whatever year that was, if you feel like disclosing or not is irrelevant, I mean, you were, it was a good minute ago. And for you, and for you to be a teenager, and to take it to heart and practice it is astonishing to me. And as your friend, I know for certain that you have. And I personally believe it has a lot to do with how you are approaching. <laughs> well, well, the year. Years. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, uh, the year was 1958. Yeah. One nine five eight. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so and people are still just learning this stuff today, like. We're right. creating things with our thoughts. You know, I just find it fascinating. I, I just needed to just pop in and say it because it, ne it never ceases to amaze me when I hear that particular story. Well, it, it's, it's, you know, I, one of the things that, from my own perspective, the experiences I had were not necessarily all that different from experiences that many, 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 many people have. It's just that I thought they were important, even though our culture diminishes the value of these things. And most people discard them as if they had no value. And what, what exactly would, are you referencing? I don't want well, to. The fact that our culture does not support these kinds of ideas. Mm. And yeah. so, uh, um, so, uh, but this, this is where my, uh, you know, we were talking about the aging process. This yeah. is where it began for me. And, uh, uh, and so I, I, I took that, to, I mean, again, as, as I said, I was, I was given guidance during that download and I would ask questions and get answers mm -hmm. and, and like a voice in my head. And, uh, um, and the, and the guidance was that, was that, uh, um, uh, we are creating our, our uh, literally our physical presence is from our intentions, from our visualization, from our from our uh, uh, ideas about ourselves, and uh, and this is what sustains us, and uh, uh, and that and that those who have issues um, don't have them without their own input, even though they may not be aware of it when they have them. And, uh, um, and, and, that, and that, uh, they can, there are always alternatives to, to, to events and so forth. Um, and, 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 
it was it related not only to our physical presence. I mean, it went eventually went to shape shifting. You know, if you want to be a bird or if you want to be a, a dog or a, or a tiger or whatever, you can experience that reality as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, and so um, uh, it, it was it was a it's something that and, it, and the information was clear that even if you cannot in this particular instance perfectly visualize yourself with eighth of flute by the ocean or in a lagoon in Hawaii or in a mountain stream or whatever, you can still take this concept and use it going forward to, to, to keep yourself in good health as a prophylactic against, uh, you know, contracting this or that. And that was nice. You know, I used to have the flu for the time I was born two or three times a year. And, 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 and uh, like many, most of us, or many of us did. And, uh, and that was the last time I had it. That's in the amazing. fall of 1958. And uh, uh, can I just add something here? Sure. So, you know, well, everybody knows, side, by the way, <laughs> right? <laughs> Everybody knows I recently had some um, oral surgery done. And uh, when I was having it, I really thought I was going to have to be put under and blah, blah, blah. But like you, I saw myself visualize myself somewhere else other than in that dental office. Mm-hmm. I let them take those big, long needles and stick it up into my gums and deaden everything and listen to them cut and yank and do everything they want to do. But I really wasn't present for all that. I didn't become present until after everything wore off and then I felt the pain. But I may have, you know, maybe if I'd stayed in that state like you're talking about with the flu, right? You could have, I could have offset this whole um, punishment I gave myself this past week with it all. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. yeah, because I w- during the procedure, I was totally out of it, right? And then, um, uh, and then coming out of it and not focusing my mind somewhere else. So I understand exactly what you're saying. The mind is very powerful. Just like we were having a conversation earlier, mind over matter. Maybe that's what keeps us from getting sick. Period. Right. Well. Um... I suppose you could use that expression, but that's not how I think of it. Um, mind over matter suggests some sort of a dominance theme or something like that. Um, matter is not against mind. There's a there is a there's a, a, a dance going on at all times, and and uh, matter will will be will be in harmony with mind more so than we would like to uh, acknowledge right, exactly but it will be in harmony with it so it's not it's not a question of mind over matter as it is your your matter will follow your mind and your and and your and your intentions and intentions are incredibly powerful instrument of creation. Yeah, it seems like it's magnetically, like it just pulls towards you. You know, I recently started doing something um, that's been really kind of neat when 
say, for example, I was, I haven't had oral surgery, surgery recently, but say, for example, I was going to do that. Like you picturing yourself being all right, Tom, I can do that. But whenever I start um, stubbing my toe, if you will, like mm -hmm. thinking, oh God, I, you know, getting worked up, like anticipating it hurting or actually experiencing pain or something. This really new thing has started happening where I feel like I'm uh, just grabbing that part of me that seems literally like an imprint. Like it's just this um, field and I'm just, I'm going through a motion of just removing it. And it's amazing. Right. It's, it's really been neat. It's just been a completely different um, way to approach that. Sandy, did you did you pick up what I was just laying down? Because this has been really recent. Yeah, I I am picking up exactly what you're laying down, and uh, I found it really to work. I'm just saying. <laughs> and, and I get that, and I, I'm really I I'm totally comprehending all of that. And and you can think everything is fine and nice and dandy, but something can just come out of the blue. That's what I'm saying. So the imprinting, right? That is. That is so many old stories. This is how I'm interpreting it. It is so many old stories and so many stories that weren't even old stories that weren't even my stories. Right. Older than me. So there's some level of knowing and awareness coming in that it just feels like I can literally take and peel. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this figuratively, you know, I'm consciously picturing doing it, right? Like peeling off like an imprint of like layers of other, you know, just old stuff. And uh, elimination process. Yeah, and letting go of it. But it, it's just been this new way of looking at it that I think is really neat. And I found it to be powerful, you know, on whatever level. So I just thought I'd share that, but continue, Tom. I'm sorry? I said, I just thought I would share that, oh, uh, yeah. um, my current experiences with that, but please continue. Well, I brought up the thing that occurred when I was 14 because that was an awakening for me mm. that, uh, that is still with me today. And, and, it, and it was not the first awakening. I had, I had already been informed when I was on my 11th birthday that the life I had was one I had because I had chosen it, even though it was not necessarily, it was, it was far from ideal. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah. uh, with the family circumstances, I was asking, why am I in this crazy family? You know, and, and I, got an <laughs> I got an answer because you chose it. Oh. That's why. And, 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 but, but the fact that I had, the fact that that came through was itself incredibly empowering uh, to me, and and uh, and it and it it you know it became it sort of was like a, a a door a window of light opening on a perspective that that uh, whatever our reality is, it's something we are creating, exactly. and and. Uh, and we can experience it any way we want. And so what what in what I've gotten in more recent times in relation to this thing about the aging process, and 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 I'm you know, this is you don't think about the aging process when you're 
11, other than you want to be 16 um, uh, and have a driver's license, at least in the old, in my day, that's how you celebrate it. But, but, uh, and you don't think about the aging process when you're 16 or even 20 or 30, or maybe you start a bit bit when you get to be 40 or so. when you get to be in the later 70s, you know, it's something that's uh, it's fairly current information on your mind. And uh, and I'm at the stage of life where um, I've had a lot of my contemporaries who uh, have been friends for life who are no longer, you know, they're, they're pushing daisies at this point. And, uh, uh, and, and I've got a, a lot of others who... Uh, uh, who are uh, losing their minds or, or they're physically debilitated and they're on huge uh, drug regimes and so forth, so heart medications and this and that and the other thing. And, and, uh, uh, and, and I get, you know, I get calls every day from, from, uh, uh, from, from uh, solicitors trying to sell some sort of new thing for, for Medicare and, and all that crap. And, and, uh, uh, and they and want to know what, what drugs you know. Well, I'm not on any drugs. Why, why would I be on any drugs, you know? But I mean, they they don't believe that you go. I don't. I I've got a I've got a doctor, but I can't I, I can't remember his name. I have to look him up because I only see him every three or four years. And uh, and 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 because I lived the one I'd been with for long <laughs> years before that. And uh, uh, and and so. But this is this is an, this to to the point of the last couple of years. This has just been an attitude of my part uh, on my part, and uh, but as both of you know from prior discussions we've had, I, I have been working on a regular basis with channels, and I've I've channeled stuff on my own account. Uh, over the years, starting when I was a teenager, well, starting when I was a kid, and uh, um, and one of the things that has come through in recent time um, is that, uh, and I don't want to, I don't know how to put this. Uh, uh, I, I don't want to sound uh, too far out there with this, but. One of the things that's come through is that is that uh, if I choose to, that my life could be extended for a couple hundred years or longer, you know, uh, maybe 250, two, maybe 300. Um, and that and that this is literally this is more recent. This is more recent guidance than what I got when I was 14 years old and that and that and that and that this is something that literally could be become a model for humanity going forward and that i'm not the only person with this with this particular opportunity but this is one that's open to me quote unquote if i choose it and and the reason it's the choice aspect is so important perhaps all important is because there are so many cultural imprintings that have to be and programmings that have to be released for the choice to be given uh, legs, 
if you will. And, uh, uh, you know, w w I'm in a stage of life where, where, uh, again, as I say, those of my, those of my, uh, people that I've been friends with all my life who are still alive are mostly in a state of steep decline and, uh, it, from a physical, mental and other standpoint. And, and here I am, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm looking at potentially another, uh, hundred, hundred, <laughs> what the hell? And, uh, and I, and my, and my intention is I don't want to become an old person. I, you know, I would, if I'm going to, if I'm going to be 200, I'd like to be younger at 200 than I am at 77. And I, and I'm assuming that, that if I could make the choice effectively to, to bridge that, that, that span, make that span that, I can get into a youthing program, not like it was a movie with, uh, uh, oh, I can't remember the name, but the guy who went reversing his aging and becoming. Oh, Benjamin a, Buttons. Yeah, Benjamin Button, yeah. Yes. Well, you know, I don't want to go back to being a child, but I mean, yeah. it, it, uh, uh, but, but, but there is, what this would take into account is the fact that however we present in a, at, from one time to another, from a physical perspective is largely controlled by our consciousness. And, uh, and so, um, if, if the choice is effectively made and, and, and this choice, what I have discovered in exploring the ramifications of it is that it is, it is a very, it, it's, it's, it's not something you can do lightly. It's not something you can do flippantly. Um, it's not something you can do sort of accidentally. Um, and, uh, uh, because you have to be willing and prepared to suffer losses that, that, uh, uh, that we are not programmed to, to do, you know, we're not programmed to live our children and grandchildren. We're not programmed to continue working past a certain age, all these things that are so deeply embedded in our culture, in our, in our society, in our, in our political and governmental structure, collective uh, psyche. In, our, in our economy and all these things have to be released and re re jiggered, uh, in order for this to happen. And, and, and that starts at the individual level. Um, and, uh, uh, and so, and, and it only works from my examination of it. It only works if you can get to a deeper level of, it's only possible for it to work. Cause I can't say it's working with me yet, um, but it's only possible for it to work. I believe if you can, if you can, uh, get to a deeper level of yourself that uh, something closer to one might call your true self or your authentic self or something that is, that is uh, uh, not uh, um, totally dependent on these, on the programming that we have all been subjected to from the time we were born in this, in this reality. So. That's definitely. Wow. Does that, I mean, does that, you know, so I, I again, this is something I've, uh, so I, essentially, <laughs> I would say by 
you know, you and other people holding that level of consciousness about it mm -hmm. um, will start that process. I mean, it's it's taking all of these pieces and parts and, and letting go and deprogram and reprogram. And there's so much of it going on right now right. in all areas, which is fascinating. We can go right back to what you were talking about that came in when you were 14 and take each topic and apply it to how that is actually showing up and playing out now. Because everything you named, if you go back to 1958, there was a paradigm, there was a, a framework mm -hmm. around each one of those. And you right. can see over this period of time, like how they have completely broken apart or they're in the process of. And it's really quite amazing to, I think to be alive right now and witness it and be able to energetically and consciously participate with that process. I mean, it, Oh, I agree. I, I firmly believe that almost that a lot, let, let's say, I was going to say almost everyone, maybe that's too far, uh, too, too much of a, a reach, but a great, great number of those incarnate on the planet today, have chosen to be here now in this reality, in this time of, of great and rapid change, perhaps, perhaps more uh, significant change than has ever occurred on planet Earth in the past. Um, uh, they've chosen to be here to be present for that, participants in that, if not actively uh, pushing the envelope in respect to it, at least holding space in for it to happen in. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, uh, you know, I, I think that is something that is, there's a huge number of, of the of human population on earth today that are here for that. At least, at least half a billion people, if not way more than that. It's amazing. Yeah. Hmm. So we have, we have the, uh, potential critical mass to shift consciousness in a multitude of directions. And we're in, as, as uh, Tammy, you mentioned to me that in the course of your seminar, it's come up that we're in a time of significant shift energetically. And, and we've been in that and we're going to continue in that at least for another couple of years at this, at this, what may seem to some a frenetic pace but what it is is a, a point in which evolution is in is in occurring at an expo exponentially faster pace than it than has occurred in the past exactly and uh and we are we with our consciousness and our intentions are here to shape the future well you know what i just want to say that if you add up my two numbers i'm only eight years old so i'm sticking with that. okay if we you had a numbers sandy how did you just get to be eight years old i'm eight years old what i am numbers eight are you adding up my my so-called age if you take five and three and add it up together, you get eight. 
So that's how old I am. I'm eight years old and I'm enjoying my life. Well, I'm only six then. <laughs> Good for you. Yay! <laughs> what, what, what are those numbers you're adding up there, uh, Sandy? You're I, 10, Tom. Yeah, see, you're 14, Tom. Thirteen. No, how old is he? He's ten. Oh, he's ten. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. No, but oh, all jokes mean, aside. Oh, my, all my, jokes aside. Yeah, my birth number is one. What? Ten one. Oh birth, yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Independence. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of birthdays, Nathaniel wanted to know your birthday. What day? What year? I mean, not the day and month that you were born. June 4th, 1944. There you go. June 4th, 1944, Daniel. Nathaniel. Daniel. Yeah, he likes to do something. All right. Yeah. So he, he does some kind of. He, he likes to do like wood monkey or stone dinosaur. I don't know. Something that he does. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah, you guys hear uh, that clicking going Chinese, on? Chinese, yeah. Chinese astrology, I'm a monkey. All right. Well, so am I. Welcome to my world. <laughs> uh, let me see if it goes away when I mute myself. Hold on. Okay. It's gone. So, what are we waiting for? Is, is uh, Sandy doing something? There was a lot of distortion coming through. Yeah, it was. It just it continued on even after I mute myself. I think it's because you don't have a mic on this week that we're getting that distortion. What happened to your mic? Do you have it? I thought it was in my bag with everything else, and it was not. Ah, gotcha. I hear you, I hear you perfectly well, Tammy. Yeah, but by me not any by me not having a mic, we're probably getting distortion, and I um, I apologize. So well, I'm, I'm in my I'm in my Sandy, I'm in my my cottage at Nags Head on the outer banks of North Carolina. So uh, I don't know if it's a distortion here or not. But can you hear me all right? Oh yeah, I again we just had. A listener typed me and say, hey, there's a lot of, sounds like somebody typing in the background. And and we've had that issue before, and I'm not even typing. It's 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 the distortion um, of, you know, when you do a podcast, you really should have a, a microphone on um, because of, uh, it could be the, uh, the interference in a room, the electromagnetic field. It's all mm. kinds of different variants that can happen. Okay. Now, Tammy, she just muted herself, and I'm not hearing it right now. So, yeah, there's no typing going on, Nathaniel. There's just, there's distortion. It's coming from Tammy's in. Uh, and it's Sandy, kind of, Sandy yeah. with me muted and with Tom muted, it's still all distorted. I'm just saying you're not hearing it, but it is on this end. So we're going to have to, um, I guess, just keep moving on. Yeah, we're going to keep going forward. I don't know. I mean, There's nothing else we can do about it right now. So, so um, a learning, a learning curve here. Yeah, so tell us about, curves. right. So tell us Love about, us where we're at. all right. Tell us, tell us about your, your revelation of this retreat that you're at this weekend. Oh, there, there's, there's been many. <laughs> um, 
there's there's been a it's just been a really powerful weekend but one of the things that i've been particularly impressed with um is i've been experiencing things a lot very different than how I normally do when I have um, big growth periods, so to speak, or awakening periods. I've been experiencing things much different than I ever have before. And um, more often than not, there's no words to truly convey the new experiences I feel like I'm having um, growth-wise in the spiritual, consciousness realm if you will and on on a lot of levels it was another period of feeling really isolated because i didn't um it was a lot of ego death going on because i was losing constructs that i uh i had kind of become attached to and i'm experiencing things now where there just are no constructs for this the kind of stuff that i feel like we're talking about are um, across the board, cutting edge changes that are happening to humanity right now um, in every single department. Just as Tom was talking about what the download he got when he was 14, um, we've, a lot of people um, who have been drawn to this kind of work, if you want to call it white work areas or whatever, I really shy away from any kind of labels in that department. But, you know, it, I have felt compelled in my life to energetically um, send hard energy to the planet. Other people are, are feel like doing other things, but I believe over time, this is really causing changes. You know, and I think it's neat to look at. And one of the things I really noticed um, this weekend is I'm not the only one who's experiencing this. People are really talking about it. They're experiencing across the board things much different. And I got to the thing I was real excited about when I came on tonight was seeing um, a couple one of the people were um, in the middle of the healing circle and it was this couple and they role played from an unbelievable place. It was the most beautiful thing to witness. Um, the, the fear and vulnerability of being able to communicate openly and honestly about how they felt and what their needs were without projecting that responsibility onto the other person. I mean, this is a big kind of process, but to watch it was unbelievable. And I can see um, in my own life and in the lives of people around me that the way we interact with each other is really, really, really changing. And I attribute a lot of that, you know, a lot of the things that we've gone through has caused us to stop and sit with ourselves. And um, in doing so, I think it's just caused all kinds of different energetic movement in the human being, which is causing, in my opinion, a lot of energy to change in the way we interact with each other to change. 
So it's just really beautiful to see it and have other people be talking about, um, even in the spiritual community, that the energy is palatably changing. We are experiencing things really different than we used to. It's just very interesting to me. Tom, you got anything on that? Yeah. Um, I, I, it sounds like a wonderful seminar you're in actually yeah, really um, and and it sounds completely consistent with you know a lot of the guidance i've gotten myself in over recent times um, and uh, uh and 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 i would say the general gist of of that guidance has been um we're at a time when we when in order to in order to um, move to the next level, if you will, we are being called upon to let go of our preconceived notions of who we are and what our what we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to do, what we're supposed to stand for, and all these things. Um, and uh, uh, and I've gotten a lot of guidance, uh, <laughs> you know literally that let go of all my conceptions of everything associated with my name. And, uh, and I take that seriously as, as seriously as I know how to take anything, which is limited. Um, but, um, um, (laughs) but, but in any event, I do take it seriously. I don't know quite how to unpack that, if you will. Exactly. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but but it uh, but it and it and it's something that may have. Uh, what I've found is for me, and I as 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 both of you all know, and I and I just disclosed on the air here, uh, I, since I'm a June fourth was my I'm a Gemini, so I'm I'm all wrapped up in my head on things. But what what this has uh, what this has precipitated is a sort of a, an emotional awakening for me that is uh, something that I had not experienced in my life before and uh, uh, in a way in a way of of integrating in my emotional body in more complete ways and so forth and 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 uh, um, and and, but that's that's just that's sort of a vehicle more than that's not an endpoint. That's that is that's what that's something that it's a sort of like well you're going into the mountains so you got to have some snowshoes because there's going to be lots of snow up there you know and, and so um, uh, it's 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 I'm in a position. And I, I, you know, I don't know uh, quite how to describe it, but I'm in a position at this, at this, what some would say, the end stage of life. And for all I know, I could walk right in the street and get run over by a truck tomorrow, and 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 uh, and, and that would be the end of this one. I, you know, be a, there'd be another one coming soon after. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but I'm in a position of being at this stage of life and feel as if I'm in the process of giving birth to a new being within myself. And, uh, um, and I don't, I don't have a, a pre, uh, 
a pre, uh, I don't have a script for who that is or what that is. Um, and uh, uh, all I know is it that a lot of what has, a lot of what has uh, been the, uh, have been the significant aspects of the life that I have enjoyed to this point are going to have to be cast aside. And, uh, um, and in order to uh, make way for a more uh, complete, more uh, authentic, more true uh, uh, representation of whoever I am. And, I, and, and again, I, as you know, Tammy, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it to you, Sandy. Um, I personally, from the soul perspective, have for years, for the last 15 years, have pretty much given up the use of the term I because I don't really know what it means in a personal sense anymore uh, in that in that after discovering that many of us, myself included, are animated by a more than a multitude of different souls that have, that are collaborating for the purpose of my lifetime and only my lifetime. Tom, um, Tom, can you, um, just for this, can you give a little, uh, definition of the old, of what you're saying for someone who might not understand that? <laughs> well, well, for those who have any concept of soul, mm -hmm. uh, and many of us don't because we're certainly not taught much about it by religion. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, by any conventional sources, it, it happens to be a subject that I have been have been uh, fascinated by since I was a child, yeah. and one of, and one of the reasons I was uh, not drawn to uh, much into the into conventional religion was because I was interested in soul and 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 whatever the underlying. Uh, 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 thing, whether, which we most frequently put in the basket we call soul, um, was, uh, was generating our life, our life force our, and all that. And, uh, and so, uh, um, I have, I have spent a, a lot of my time exploring that from the time I was a child, actually. And, uh, and, in the last 16 years that I've been involved in regular channeling on with, with multiple channels. Um, and, and since I was getting direct guidance from spirit guides when I was a child is when I f first started exploring this directly. Um, what I've discovered is that, that is that, uh, uh, a soul, all it takes is one soul to animate a human being and everything, everything, according to the guidance that I've gotten, everything in creation is of just about everything, not necessarily every last thing, but, but everything that's a sentient being is animated by soul. And, uh, um, and it takes only one and what some what some spiritual traditions would call a soul fragment, a, 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 a fragment that's part of a larger entity that it refers to as a soul. We call it a soul. We call that fragment a soul in our culture. Mm 
And and what I have discovered though is that uh, uh, an increasing number of us are ma- animated by more than one. And uh, uh, the numbers will range from two to up to 10 or 12. And, uh, um, and, and this is something that is, according to guidance that I've gotten, is something that is being uh, increased across creation in this, in this particular realm, this universe, for instance. Um, and uh, and we, we're experiencing it on, our, on Earth just like it's being experienced on other planets, where, which may be far more advanced than we are, but it's still being experienced. And, uh, and with this, the reason I have found this important from a personal perspective is that it, it sort of undermines the, or, or it gives, a, uh, it gives uh, weight to the idea of, the, of, of diminishing the importance of the ego, the egoic consciousness. Mm-hmm. Which is the which is the the I the, you know the, uh, when we think of who we are we think of ourselves in the first person singular which in the English language unlike any other language in the world expressed with a capital I and and uh, every other language expresses it usually with a with a, a as a word but not not with a singular something that a, a capital I looks like a, a one. Um, I mean, which means that in English we are given by virtue of the language we have a greater potential to explore the meaning of, of ego, you know, both in a, you know, both in, in a, in a distorted way and, and in an objective way than perhaps any other language on, on the planet. And, uh, and so, uh, and what, and when you realize and w- what we think of in many of these spiritual traditions that I've spoken quite a lot about the Michael teachings within the framework of the, of the, uh, uh, time I've been with, with the two of you on here and, and, and many of the Michael students, um, tend to want to conflate their egoic consciousness, their I-ness with their soul. And, and if they realize that their soul is a committee and not an I, it's a we at best, um, then it, 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 it sort of puts a pin in the balloon and, and takes the air out of it. And, and maybe that's one reason the Michael community has not been welcoming of my uh, information about multi-fragment souls, um, you know, multi- souls with, you know, people that are animated by what we would call multiple souls. Um, but that's where I'm, my guidance is that within a century from now, that will be universal in terms of newborn uh, people incarnating. And, uh, and so, and what that is, from what I've gotten, is the, is the natural drive of creation towards greater and greater levels of complexity. Um, 
and uh, and to not only to experience greater levels of com- complexity, but to be able to deal with greater levels of complexity, well, such as the energy that we're experiencing right now that you were referring to in your seminar. Yeah, and what you know, and I, I would like to pop in and uh, mm-hmm. just add this right now. So things, it seems to me that things that seem very new and awkward, like for me, I'm walking in a, in a new pair of shoes that I've never walked in before. I'm communicating um, in ways I've never communicated before. Uh, you know, it's just a lot of change now. I mean, I've gone through lots of change in my life, but this is really raw new stuff for yeah. us. Um, yeah. But my point is, is in the future, this not too distant. May, may I break in for one minute? Um, What's this? Let me let me break in for one minute. It's it, what I want to make the point of is you said this is really new stuff. And I, I second that. And it's not just it's not just that this is a teaching that you were not familiar with before. Exactly. That's my point. This is something brand new that has not been downloaded to the planet. To the and, human and consciousness on the planet huh? The thing that's been so interesting, mm-hmm. you know, I don't um, actively channel the way you do, but yes, I channel and have been channeling for a very long time. Well, I myself and how I interact yeah. in my life. Right. We've all, you know, uh, our group, we've been getting the same information. What was so beautiful about walking in here Friday night is seeing people I didn't even know at all. Right. They're getting the same thing. And not only that, there's an inability to not show up for it. It's like it's right. calling you to show up for it, and it's calling you to action. Would you agree with that, Tom? It's like it's totally. coming forth in action. Right. Um, so we're in it right now, and I believe we're going to be in it for years. Right. This is years, but, but this is going to be the new normal. It's going to be so neat. And, and what I'm witnessing is thinking, I cannot tell you the tears that, um, I've had every gamut of emotions. We, we, I mean, astrologically, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, tomorrow's, uh, an interesting date. Um, but it's just, it's just been refreshing to one realize i'm not the only one getting this our group's not which we suspected anyways we we already knew that but to get the affirmation and to see it all being in action and it just people cooperating and just stepping into it because you have to lean into something very very vulnerable and and uncomfortable because when we discuss interacting in ways that we never have before that's really vulnerable because nobody, it's like, whoa, what is that? I, you right. know, it's, it's interesting. So that's all I have on it. Um, back. Well, I think that I think that's absolutely important because it, mm-hmm. it, it is brand new stuff, and it and it uh, is giving all of us an opportunity to step out of the the. Uh, the patterns that we've been in, the programming that we've been in. I mean, the, the movie, the movie series, The Matrix, comes to mind here. It's becoming you know? 
comical. It's literally we're all like comical. we're all in a position of becoming like Neo. <laughs> and, and who was the guy? Uh, who was the guy who was his sort of mentor? Uh, um, oh, come on, audience! I can't think of his name. You know, Sandy. Sandy. Oh. Sandy. Did no, you I don't know. What is we the Matrix? Yes. So let me think of the characters. Hold on a minute. Uh, um, freak! I can't. You know, it's been so long since I've seen that movie. Well, but I'll take the blue pill. It's more like Avatar. And I think <laughs> Avatar is a really good word to use these days. Right. Well, that's what we are. You know, that's what I'm seeing you on the screen. You're seeing me on the screen. I'm seeing myself and I'm seeing a, a, a raven on a Sandy screen. Mm -hmm. And, uh, um, but that's exactly you know the the uh the movie avatar exactly opened up a, a, a opened up a perspective that uh was incredibly useful because historically the term avatar which comes to us from from uh, sanskrit was a term that was used to describe someone who was incarnate in human form uh that was uh um yeah morpheus morpheus More, yes. good job Hi, sandy guys. sandy well my my son-in-law just showed me on the screen i just found it too but i was letting yeah. you talk so. and, on, and 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 unfortunately i gather that in the new in the new iteration of there's a new movie of coming out on uh uh with uh with uh the matrix uh uh that that morpheus will not be part of for some reason i, I don't know why but uh, uh anyway um the avatar concept was one that was one that uh has historically been associated with sort of a demigod sort of a half human half godlike character and uh um and in james uh who's the guy that did the the matrix the same guy that did titanic uh, sandy you can help us out with this one now look on your phone and pick it up for me um, <laughs> uh -huh. uh, let me okay so director of of uh of, of, the guy uh, was not on the titanic though i know who you're talking about but he didn't play in the titanic he did the titanic and he did uh and Matrix? And it, no, not Matrix. He, he did the Titanic and he did uh, Avatar. Uh, all right, hold on a second. Let me. I'll, I'll check it if you won't. Come on. I'm checking it. <laughs> but but I'm thinking Leo DiCaprio, which he did the Titanic, but Avatar. I don't think that he was in Avatar. James Cameron, the movie director, is that what you're talking about? James Cameron, yeah. Oh, okay. James Cameron. All right. It was James right. Cameron. Well, I have my iPad, Sandy. I can assist you. Yeah. It was James Cameron's genius that gave us a new concept for Avatar. And and what 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 it gives us the insight is that each of our physical presentations 
the one that is known as Tom Coates, the one is known as Tammy Lucente, the one that's known as Sandy Beagler, is really just an avatar for a higher level of consciousness that is, is that, that is using our physical expression as a means of its own creative self-expression. That's all we are. We are avatars. And, and we have... We have, like in the movie, uh, we have an ability to to uh, uh, to expand ourselves within the framework of being an avatar. But the avatar itself, without the without that inspiration of that other being that is animating it, is a you know a lifeless uh, sack of sack of flesh, you know. And uh, uh, and so it 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 gives us an ex- a, an avenue for an expansion of our consciousness about what we are as being, and uh, and that which animates us is the is the deeper level we can call it soul we can call it beingness, and there's there's, there's some guidance that's come through in recent times to the effect that soul itself is a misnomer. Uh, and that there are levels of beingness that cannot be encompassed within the framework of the term we use as soul. Uh, that's that's probably a, a discussion for another time. But but um, but in any event, it is the soul or the higher consciousness that is that is animating us from whatever level, which is the closer representation of who we are rather than the physical expression and uh the physical expression is very much uh guided and limited by our social cultural political economic programming and uh uh and 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 there is a the move afoot now and the opportunity now is to transcend those limitations and, and exactly. make it something far yeah. grander than what it currently is. You know, so Tom, I've been thinking a lot the past couple of weeks and, and um, about the word sovereignty, right? And it's so mm-hmm. funny, like it keeps coming up. It's like sovereignty. But, for, but um, when it comes up, it's making, you know, it's causing me to go deep inside and I, and I keep getting, and what we, another thing that was very interesting about this weekend that I would just like to share real quick, because sovereignty kept coming up and, and as I would go in with that and, and communicate like, okay, what, what is that saying to me? You know, mm-hmm. um, what it was saying is stand in your complete sovereignty where you 100% are the one that's in alignment with you, which would be in alignment with whatever I deem my higher self or the highest aspect yeah. of me to be the whole group or, or um, what have you. But, but in doing that, I was another thing I was really astonished about this weekend I've had the experience numerous times that um, I would go to this very, very still, still space 
And I kept using the word ancient. So I went from sovereignty to going in and then ancient was coming up, ancient, ancient, but this was ancient. And I kept trying to, I was grappling with the, the ancientness of it and it really feeling like it was before even this place and time. And, and, and to even say that, like, who was I to even say that? But it was an abyssful, steady kind of energy place that I would go in meditation. Interestingly, others are experiencing the exact same thing. We were experiencing it together this weekend. And I just think that's incredibly um, powerful and worth bringing conversation. And the, re the reason that ancient, what I get mm -hmm. when you make reference to this ancientness is the fact that at the level of your beingness, mm -hmm. as it should be called, everything that exists in creation, this whole entire universe, all the parallels of it, mm -hmm all the alternates of it are less, they're new, they're less ancient than your beingness. And that's just like, wow, and that will mess with your head a little bit. But, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm being real and honest. And that's but I mean, I'm it, but, but when I say experiences that. And it does, like, you're like, that's a lot to unpack. But when I say that, does it does it resonate? Absolutely. And what's yeah. interesting is I'm not the only one having this experience. Now, right. all the years going down the rabbit holes, all the conversations, right. these are these are conversations we've never had before. Right. And we're collectively talking about remembering right. before right. this galaxy. Yeah. That's just a little mind-blowing to me. Yeah, and this galaxy, but what I'm trying to tell you is the galaxy is, this is galaxy just something, it's just the latest thing. I, I get that, but yeah. But okay, <laughs> but we're even having this conversation just kind of flippantly. Like right. well, I know. that that in itself is pretty astonishing. And there are there are civilizations in the galaxy far older than ours. Exactly. You know, there are uh, I, my information is that, that within the galaxy, that roughly 40% of that there are you know, hundreds of thousands of inhabited planets with sentient beings. Mm -hmm. And that roughly 40% of those in this galaxy and in this galactic neighborhood um, uh, are humans of one form or another. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, either less evolved or more involved, evolved. And frankly, most most of them, the majority of them, are more evolved than we are. Yeah. yeah. But but this, the human template is apparently a very common template that is used for ex experiencing and expressing sentience in what we call physicality. And it's, but it's not because it's by itself so special. It's because the 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 being the the souls that want to express find it, a, 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 you know, a, a, a convenient form to use, a convenient avatar to inhabit, mm -hmm. if you will. So, uh, um, you know, 
and 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 it's wonderful to be able to be in this in this form as an an a, a template of expression, and to be able to you know contemplate being collaborative with the higher consciousness that has created us in a significant way. And, and that's where we are. Rather than just, we are moving from being children playing in the, playing in the, in the sandbox mm-hmm. and throwing all the sand out into the, on, into the, onto the grass uh, to becoming, you know, more fully engaged beings in, in a physical sense, which is, pretty, you know, it's a significant transition. Fabulous. And, you know, um, no matter what angle I kind of look at this from, it's, it seems things can be, you know, life will be experienced much different, much better. Sickness, you will have to go away. I mean, if we just hold on to this one thing of really realizing we are the ones creating the movie, if you will. Like seriously, okay. Yeah. What we're seeing on that screen is only a projection of what's going on within. Yeah, James Cameron is a wonderfully uh, gifted director and and writer and creator, mm-hmm. and we all are James Camerons of our own lives yes. and of the reality that we are inheriting. Or that we are experiencing. I'm sorry. Well, we're we're on this cutting edge where people, yeah. where we are really becoming awakened to this fact. You know, victimization right. is falling away because when you wake up to this fact, you can't be a victim anymore. But love and compassion is held for ourselves as we let go of that, and as we witness others who 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 haven't as of yet and it's all energetic it feels like to me that's how i'm experiencing it and right. it's like a role that you know we're cohesively kind of doing it some areas looks a little messy but whatever i'm not trying to minimize that right but i suspect um and i and i'm we've had talks about this before you, you know i don't commit these things to memory i stay pretty fluid but um me too I know, but, but no, but you're a vault. Okay. I mean, you stay very fluid, but you retain the information and can pull it back. I take it in the moment and then let go of it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't archive as well as you, Mr. Coates, but the period um, that we've been discussing and playing with um, coming into for quite some time as a community, um, and you and I have talked about, you've talked about this period, and I don't know what context we were discussing and what framework we were using or you were using when you were discussing it, but this period lasting an exponentially long time because there we won't be firing up creation energy because we'll be, it's kind of blissed out when you start. And, and it really is blissed out. This well, is, yeah, true. I would say, if I may, yes and no to that. And let me- Okay, let me, please do. Um, the, uh, what you're referring to is discussions. I think you and I've had about the raw, the raw teachings, the law of one teachings. Mm-hmm. And, the, and for those who are not familiar with them, the raw material was channeled by a woman named Carla Rukert, 
mm-hmm. along with a fellow named Jim McCarty and Don, uh, I can't call Don's last name, but there's yeah. three of them in, uh, in, in Eastern Kentucky in 1979-80-81. And what came through, and Carla was the, was the primary channel, what came through was a wonderful uh, and, and incredibly uh, uh, high-level uh, cosmology um, mm-hmm. and metaphysical structure of how reality is uh, from this group called the Ra, R-A. And, and it's called the Law of One. It came through in, in in what was originally a five volume set. It's now been expanded to, I mean, originally a four volume set. It's now been expanded to five volumes. Um, and the and the uh, uh, the idea was that uh, we exist in an octave of consciousness, and there are levels of consciousness within that, which they refer to as density levels. There's seven density levels. We're in number three, moving into number four, and uh, and so forth. Um, let me give you. A, Can I ask question. a question? Can I just sure. ask a question for you, please? So, if we're getting ready to go into octave four, hmm. would that have anything to do with this sense? of um before this galaxy sensing from it it feels like i'm sensing it from a different perspective someplace else or no i don't know well it very well could and and by many by many uh uh measures uh gotten channel guidance i've gotten indicated that we actually from a planetary consciousness perspective the earth transitioned went over the threshold of into fourth density in 2008 and that some humans did as well, but most are still in way back in third density and some are still trying to get into third for second. But, uh, um, but in any event, um, here's an interesting perspective on that. The raw, I was working, several days ago just within the past week in reference to the 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 law of one teachings Mm -hmm. the law of one teachings probably are the most articulate set of metaphysical teachings that have ever been downloaded into human consciousness to this point and and uh and one of the one of the um uh, tenets, if you will, of the, of the law of one teaching is that we are in an octave of consciousness and the raw were asked within the framework of that, what is it in the next octave? And the information that came through was, we don't know. We don't have access to information beyond this octave. Now, the raw are, are or in the mid-level sixth density. They're near the top of the ladder within the framework of this octave. In recent times, I have gotten information which purports to come from another octave. <coughs> it, it, it relates, it, it, it comes from what has expressed itself as 
another aspect of the beingness that that animates me which has a counterpart and a higher octave higher than any the seventh density in this octave um, and so forth and when i inquired about that what came through was well the mere fact that the raw have created a framework for themselves in which they are unable to pierce with from one octave to another yeah. does not need to limit you. Exactly. You can create whatever reality you want. You don't have to be limited by the limitations of the raw, even though they're at sixth density and you're only at fourth or third or whatever, which is, you know, in other words, whatever framework you create create has its own boundaries and limitations and and they're chosen by those who create it they're not necessarily limitations at all and so and so um we we the the, the reality that's being imparted here is we have none except yeah, those we really what we're saying is these are all already form constructs and frameworks that have all been used before and there's a big awareness going on right now that in fact people are becoming very aware that you can just create new framework and people are coming together energetically consciously coming together and doing just that and it's exactly uh, and exactly. it's really amazing. It's really right. amazing. Right. Yeah. I'm quite happy to be participating. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Using. Yeah. So, Sandy, do we have any questions? I know we're at like uh, 10 minutes till the end here. Um, actually, we have a little over... 13 minutes left in the show and uh let's see nathaniel wrote lion's gate i don't know if he's referring to leo it's the portal this tomorrow lion's gate okay yeah it's pretty powerful i gotcha if you follow things like that it's power in my opinion it's powerful whether you follow it or not but if you pay attention to it it's really interesting interesting and and that's pretty much it i mean we got a lot of people commenting on the typing noise tonight which i have no control over i've changed my audio mic several times and i keep myself on mute and you can still hear it i don't know i i and audience i so apologize i promise i'm going to be much better in the future <clears throat> with the sound i've had two crazy weekends and i will um get this under control very soon well maybe there's some reptilians in the background typing in order to create some in an interference pattern amen that's exactly what's going on here yeah. <laughs> so we were going to talk about holding space right yeah. like that was a big thing that's going on for you this weekend right holding space that your um your um yeah. what's the word i'm looking retreat. seminar uh retreat yeah, so the retreat I'm at is called Healing Heart, 
and um, uh, we were discussing but prior to the show, Sandy, the holding space and the were you saying the right and wrong ways to do it? We were discussing not projecting our feelings onto other people. I mean, you take it, Sand. I haven't heard from you much. I gotcha. So when, there's some tips for holding space that I want to share with you guys tonight. Like, so when you're holding space for another human being, really listen, refocus your listening skills. A, a lot of time when we're talking to someone, our main focus is on what we're going on, what we're going to say next. But let's don't do that. Let's just really listen and not really have a response right off the bat. We don't have to be processing in our minds all the time. Do you guys have anything that you want to add to that part? I'm still holding space for you to continue. Okay, well, there we go. All right. No, so here's another thing. Don't jump into problem solving mode. I don't know about you. I'm codependent. Uh, I am working on that. And that is one of the things people pleasing. I want if somebody comes to me with a problem, I want to be able to fix that problem for them. I want to jump in there, just do it. Let's get it over with. But that's not necessarily what we need as human beings is for somebody to solve our problems. We want to be able to express those problems and share them and just get them off of our chest so that we can process and listen to our own self. So don't jump in into that problem solving mode, you know, problem solving mode right there. Another thing is don't, don't center yourself. Um, this is my favorite thing. Uh, somebody tells you a problem, you're listening to them and you want to relate to them and you, you come up with your own situation that's happening in your life at the same time as theirs. Well, that's not really holding space. That's like being on, on a show where the co-host is like, oh yeah, I did, you know, I did this and this is exactly, I, I can, I can relate. Well, holding space is not called relating space. We're not relating to each other. We're just going to be there. We're going to be mindful. We're going to listen. And we're just going to feel, you know, take that heart space energy and give them lots of love and peace and understanding so that they can come to the resolution on their own. That's one of the big things. What were they teaching at your um, your retreat this weekend, Tammy? So, Sandy, I think it's really beautiful that you just brought all of that up. So codependency um you know i think there have been various levels of that practice for a very long time we are moving into interdependent relationships which means again we will come back to this thing of sovereignty um that's how it's showing up for me but it seems we really are just taking responsibility for our own emotions, not reflecting them on other people, doing deep inner work on ourselves and genuinely showing up, just like what you said, Sandy, but that is not a natural way for most of us to show up. So bringing conscious awareness to the different ways we could, like everything you just mentioned, I, I have to consciously work on, on a regular oh. basis, you know, um, mm -hmm. but and the awareness is really, really prevalent and the energy, the energetic support 
is really, really present. It feels like for me anyways, to, um, to, we're even having this conversation. Oh yeah. It can, and it can be hard to be vulnerable. Yeah. Like part of what I'm alluding to. <laughs> so. No, I, I got you. It can be really hard to be vulnerable with somebody mm -hmm. and, and, and while you're holding space for somebody it can be helpful to, you know, express that you believe in them and, and, and know that you're good. You believe in them so much that the outcome that they want, if you can just get them to trust in their own knowledge and intuition and all that, that's one of the, the greatest things about holding space is just being that mirror reflecting back to them and letting them know that they had this, they got this. And, and in that process to remind all of ourselves to be open to whatever emotions come up in all of this. Mm -hmm. That's the most important part. You talked about emotions. That's mm -hmm. really important. Yes. Um, if I may, uh, on this holding space thing, to me, Sandy and, and also Tammy, um, this holding space, which is, is a, clearly an important uh important thing to do um that translates in my consciousness to allowing mm -hmm. and so we talked earlier about uh, about uh, well, uh the idea of having an extended you know doubling tripling our life spans um, that is holding space for ourselves to live instead of it used to be, you know, when my father was, was born, the life expectancy was in the fifties and, uh, or forties and, and, uh, um, and it was expanded and now it's, now it's, it's actually during the time of the COVID it's going down, but it's in the high seventies. I'm about at the life expectancy of the, human in the United States today. And, uh, and, and so we're holding space or potentially holding space for it to be expanded beyond that. And, uh, and for all these other things too, for our expansion into, into a new form of human expression that we have not previously experienced before now. So, uh, I'm reminded here, and this is another can of worms of the Earth Moon Project, in which, uh, in an earlier lifetime, I was apparently involved mm -hmm. in another galaxy, and uh, and that was made up of a consortium of species. The lead group was a human group in Andromeda. There were several other groups one of whom was a group of so what i'm told from channel guidance of gaseous beings who were quote holding space for the creation of these of these uh huge projects from start to finish and and, and the information that came through was that the the earth's moon which was created Uh, several million light years from Earth for the Earth 
took 3,000 years from start to finish to complete. And, uh, and in order for that to, to, be occur, to occur, there needed to be assistance from groups other than those who were trying to do it to, quote, hold the space that would allow them to create, to, to sustain the intention from start to finish to get it done. And so um, I, I throw that in because I think it has some significance in terms of what both of you were talking about. And that's where we are now with this transition we're going through. How long is this transition going to last? It's killing me. (laughs) I said, how long is this transition going to last? Because it's killing me. Well, the current, the current, uh, uh, the current uh, energy that we're in of high level transition is a, uh, I got just Thursday of this week are going to last for at least another two years. Oh my God, Tammy, God help you. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and then, you know, what that may mean is that two years from now that we're going to ratchet the, the level of, 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 of change up beyond where it is now. Who knows? But, uh, uh, but we're, we're in it. What we're in right now, we're in for another two years. Wow. Well, that, you know, again, it's all on how you look at it. It's perspective, right? Yeah. I mean, I think what's going on right now is great. I think what's going on right now is Yeah. I think it's going, what's going on right now is great. I hate to see it end in two years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally with you guys too. All right. Well, we got about a minute left. Uh, Tom, any closing statements would you like to share with our listening audience this evening? Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, You know, we covered a lot of ground tonight. Uh, I would just say for everyone out there to uh, uh, love yourself, love your neighbors, love your family. And, 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 uh, uh, and and be ready for becoming a, a, a new human being as we go forward. What about you, Miss Lucente? What do you have to say? Well, what's just run through my mind three times was namaste. 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 We want to apologize tonight that Raymond Moody wasn't able to join us. Uh, I will reach out and try to find out what happened to you and let you know on the next show. Next week, we have uh, a guest by the name of Suzanne. Is it Wu-Pang Culvert? Is that her name? Wu-Pang. Wu-Pang. Wu-Pang Culvert. And she has a... um, a nonprofit organization that I can't wait to dive in with you guys. And she's going to be at the IONS meeting in Virginia on the 21st of this month. So, and, and as you guys know, Tom is the founder of the Richmond, Virginia uh, IONS uh, organization up there. And, and we'll well, talk. I'm, I'm the only surviving founder. I'm not really a decent. 
<laughs> all right. So we'll talk about that next week. I want to thank all of you for joining us. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Have a great week. We wish you prosperity, love, and peace. Out. Namaste. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.